1017 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Oh, hi, I'm Hollywood Steve. You caught me relaxing in my music nook. From 1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as yacht rock. These yacht rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it. Let me tell you one. Schultz, Lennon Burton on a Wednesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll have Bill Bender from the Sporting News, we hope. At 5 o'clock, Jeff Perlman, the author of Showtime. That's the book that Winning Time, the show on HBO about the Magic Kareem and Riley Lakers is about coming up at 5 o'clock. All right, let's uh, continue to preview the uh, Sun Belt. We bring in our guy Danny Reed, the voice of uh, the Georgia Southern Eagles. Georgia Southern coming off a 6-7 uh, and seven season, but they had some big wins. They upset Nebraska uh, in Lincoln and had an uh, incredibly exciting uh, double overtime win against their rival App State, 51-48 to go bowling. They did lose. Uh, by two to Buffalo uh, in the Camellia Bowl, 23-21. They are replacing their quarterback. They are having a second-year coach, obviously, in Clay Helton. Danny, how we doing, man? You know, Dave, I'm hoping that winning time is what I'm saying about the Eagles on September the 2nd and a lot more this year. And I've really enjoyed the documentary, too. But being, the, being at so many practices so far, you can tell that this is not a team that's looking around and wondering what they've got to be like under a coach that was coming in from USC with a Rose Bowl and a Pac-12 championship and a heck of a resume that consisted of three decades. But for this team, despite having a new quarterback, you've got so much else back skill position-wise on offense. Defensively, you do have some question marks with some youth up front and some transfers in the secondary. But the mood around the Anthony P. Tippins family training facility where we're currently talking from, it's been really good. And these guys are super excited to get going here in a couple of weeks. Well, tell us about Davis Brin because Georgia Southern does have his, a transfer quarterback in. They're one of the few teams that are replacing the quarterback that knows who their quarterback is. He comes in from Tulsa. Tell us about uh, the new gunslinger for the Eagles. 
Yeah, to be honest, he is really similar to Kyle Van Treese. If he's anywhere near the 4,200-plus that Kyle threw for last year, that he's going to have some company in the Georgia Southern record books. But for Kyle to set the school passing record halfway through the season, then to do it with weapons that were already here, like a Derwin Burgess and a Caleb Hood, to incorporate a Dalen Cobb and a Marcus Sanders. And now this year, when you throw in a 6'7 tight end and Keaton Upshaw and a freshman like DeAndre Buchanan, there's there's a lot of weapons, a lot of toys to play with, so to speak. And Bryn's got his own set of credentials. He threw for more than 5,000 yards at Tulsa. And I think the thing that he really brings to this offense that maybe Van Trees didn't get a chance to feature He's got a little bit more with the running game. Now, that's not to say that mm. there's going to be called quarterback runs, but I think Bryn has some escapability in addition to having a good command of what the offense can do from a, a passing standpoint. As electric as Kyle Van Trees can be, he can throw that, uh, you know, he can give you that interception. How has Davis done in, in training camp? Because obviously that's the one thing that's got to change if Georgia Southern is going to have a better season is, is not turn the ball over like they did last year. Yeah, the rap on Bryn at Tulsa was in 2021 – more than 3,300 yards, but he threw 16 picks with the 18 touchdowns. A year ago, that improved dramatically. 17 touchdowns, just eight interceptions, but he missed three of the last four games. He was playing injured the last almost three quarters of the year. you got to think, three games into the season, he was leading the country in passing yards. He got off to an amazing start before a number of injuries sidelined him, and you had to think that Georgia Southern was able to pick up three marquee victories despite their issues giving the football away. If that gets limited just a little bit and the defense improves just a little bit you're talking about a team that shouldn't have a problem at least competing for the east championship and maybe a whole lot more if they get some things to click for them you do th- and we're talking to danny reed the voice of the georgia southern eagles you think they can compete with the app states the coastal carolinas and the marshals and of course the jmus that took the division by storm last year there's no reason to think that they can't because you beat an app state to keep them from going to the postseason a year ago. They had Coastal by double digits before Grayson McCall showed up in the final 12 minutes of that game in Conway. And they beat at James Madison, which came in mm. thunder rolling 5-0, and top 25 in their first FBS season. And, yeah, they needed a block punt to do it after a rough start. But they've proven they can play with absolutely anybody on that schedule, going to Nebraska and winning. I know that Scott Frost got fired the next day, <laughs> but there's not a team that this team is going to fear even with some of the defensive shortcomings they had last year, I think that's going to be much improved. And I think this offense takes a step forward, too. All right, so what do you think of uh, the schedule? I mean, you know, you get Citadel and UAB at Wisconsin, at Ball State. They very well could start out 3-1 and one when they end up hosting Coastal Carolina September 30th. And, Dave, that was the exact situation last year. Georgia Southern was 3-1. and one. They had a two-Conway. I believe that that game was going to be the springboard to a potential great season. If they hang on to the 11-point lead late, they're four and one, and maybe we're having a different conversation mm. about this team right now. But that game ended up being a loss. They had to deal with some injuries down the stretch. They had 15 guys that were hurt for the season, lost three in a row before the app victory. You never know what's going to happen from that standpoint. But if this team improves the way they're trending, then yeah, this is going to be a season that they've been hoping for. Uh, we're talking to Danny Reed, the voice of the Georgia Southern Eagles. It's another one of those Sun Belt cities, you know, towns, college towns, Statesboro that kind of has, they have their own fan base, like, you know, Hattiesburg and uh, in, in the Marshall Thundering Herd in Huntington and even, uh, you know, in Southern Miss, like I said, compared to some of the schools like Troy and South and over here with the Cajuns, you know, were their second choice in a, in a lot of spots. Um, what's it like for the fan base on a Saturday in Statesboro? 
Dean, typically it's where the town shuts down. You've got at least 18,000 screaming their heads off. It's, it's a passionate fan base that's seen six national championships, 11 conference titles. All they've known is success, and a lot of that was predicated on the option, but that went away with the hiring of Clay Helton last year. It's still going to be a team that wants to run the ball between 30 and 40 times per game. It's just not option-based like it was for so much of the history. So for some, it did take a little while to get acclimated to that because when they've strayed from it, they haven't won. But a year ago, when you can talk about a Power 5 victory, a Top 25 victory, and beating your arch rival to get to the postseason, that has a way of warming people up to change. This isn't a place that sees it a whole lot. But with those stones already cemented, if there is a springboard from that, it's going to be a win where Georgia Southern isn't just a team in these. They can be the team in these, but they just have to trend in the right direction. All right, so what is the issues with the defense? It's just young? Oh, a year ago they had a lot of trouble tackling, and that was because they lost so many guys to season-ending injuries. Overall, it was 15 guys that were done for the year, and a number of those were at receiver or on defense. They really struggled to stop the run down the stretch, and when you're facing a South Alabama, a Marshall, and App State, teams that are predicated on ramming the football down your throat, it's going to be even more challenging to do that. But with Brandon Bailey coming in, his defense, the way that they're downhill aggressive, they really pressure the quarterback. They make it extremely difficult for you to convert on third down. They're trying to get the ball back as quickly as possible to let this high-powered offense find another gear. Uh, we're talking with uh, Danny Reed, voice of Georgia Southern. All right, talk, talk to us about the receiver, Caleb Hood, because he went from 41 catches when they're running an option to 87 catches. He was second team all Sun Belt. Uh, is he the all-time leading Georgia Southern receiver? He's got to certainly be close. <laughs> oh, yeah that, yeah, that season last year, he set the school record for catches and yards in a season. He has the school record for number of catches. He's about 150 yards away from that record. So, in theory, it wouldn't take him very long to own just about everything. Operating out of the slot, he was targeted 10 times per game a year ago by Kyle Van Treesen. You know, we're at a time football was talked about when the tight end was your security blanket. It's almost that the slot receiver has become your security blanket now with everybody going spread tempo with four wide. He's so reliable. He can be too deep. He's also very good in the return game. He has upon return touchdown in his career back to 2020. I talked to him not too long ago. He said he wants 100 catches. A Sun Belt receiver hasn't done that since 2012. Mm. Hope he gets a chance to do it because if he does, it would be pretty dramatic to think that a team that was running the option in 2021 has a guy with 100 catches two years later. Maybe it happens. We'll just have to see how it goes. What is the, uh, I was, uh, unfortunately, you know, Jack Brooks, the uh, punter for South Alabama, he was 30 years old. He decided to stay home back and i think in uh, australia or new zealand but i'm reading uh i was doing the, the lockdown sunbelt and was watching the texas state team talk about bo corrales he's in his seventh year of college football he's like 25 years old what <laughs> what's the oldest player what's the oldest regular player uh, on texas state do you know Oh, on Texas State. I'm, the, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, on Georgia Southern. I'm sorry, I was looking at Texas State website. On Georgia Southern. The, Eagle, the Eagles have a couple of 24-year-olds. Okay. Now, I think that some, I think there's a chance that somebody turns 25 during the season, but at the moment, they've got a couple of 24-year-olds. That's incredible. I mean, these guys have to have PhDs, MDs, and, you know, JDs, right? And they, they get to go to bingo every Tuesday night. <laughs> badoom, badoom. He's... Danny Reed, uh, what is uh, what does Clay Helton? Because now we're getting to that part of a camp where you know they're two weeks in, they got a scrimmage, school's starting. 
Where, what's that fine line by, by, you know, between having the guys ready, but then also having them rested? Because I, I presume, just like here, it's been an incredibly hot summer in Statesboro. So, you know, how do you, how do you, do you start, to, when does he start to dial it back a little bit to get ready to actually play a football game? Well, part of the solution to the heat has been having the Anthony P. Tippins family training facility online. The team has been using that for just a little bit more than a week. They'll have the ribbon cutting for the facility right before the first game on September the 1st when everything is completed, but got the certificate of occupancy a couple of weeks back so the team can use it. All the sports are going to be able to use it. It's not just a football facility, so they don't have to deal with all the harsh elements this time of the year. And in terms of what you do to get your guys most ready for the start of the season, you got 130 or so on your roster. You probably have 130 different body plans where right. you back on some, you, you unleash a little bit more on others to see what you have. But in reality, whether it's a scrimmage, whether it's a full padded practice or whatever, as long as you've got more ready than not by the time September the 2nd rolls around, then you just got to be as close to full strength as you can be. He is Danny Reed, the voice of the Georgia Southern Eagles. They open up uh, at home against the Citadel and then UAB and then go on the road against Wisconsin. I don't think that the Georgia Southern Eagles are going to be sneaking up on Wisconsin this time around. What do you think? If we could sneak out of Madison with some cheese curds, we'll call that a win. (laughs) He's Danny Reed. I can't get you to do a Chris Blair imitation, can I? No, you already no, got that out of me before. No. All right. <laughs> He's Danny Reed, voice of Georgia Southern. Thank you so much. You got it, buddy. All right. I don't know why he won't do that. He replaced Chris Blair at Georgia Southern. That's why. I don't know why. What do you mean why? No one knows start no beef. Unnecessary There's beef. No, it's an invitation. It's the highest uh, form of flattery. Some people might not like that sort of stuff. They might think it's a, uh, it's him taking a shot. No. No. That's how you feel. <laughs> I would no, I wouldn't I I would not take a shot. No, I would have I know. somebody else take a shot at Chris Blair. I know. He would you, not do that. No. You, you, but you don't know how Blair might feel. No, Blair and Danny Reed are good friends. No, exactly. No, no, no. Why maybe I don't maybe he doesn't want to do that to his friend. Well apparently he doesn't. I but he did it one time. I don't I you See, know, I, the other you station. already got it. It was good. It was good. It's, well maybe you know what? Maybe he did it in the press box. Mm. Maybe he did. Maybe I got it on there. Maybe one time. Maybe Chris didn't like it. All right. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Uh, let's take a timeout. Not yeah. everything. Not everybody finds those things funny. <laughs> Chris might not. They have a tough schedule at the end. Oh, Georgia Southern. They're at Texas State, at Marshall, home versus ODU, and then at App State. Only because three of four of those games are on the road. All right, Bill Bender. We hope talking college football when we come back. Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 103.3 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Need guidance in a legal matter? Turn to the ESPN 1420 legal authority, Glenn Armentor. We all need to understand that workers' comp exists for two reasons. One, to motivate employers to provide the safest possible workplace. And second, to ensure injured workers can provide for themselves and their families if an employer fails to do so. Workers' comp isn't a free ride. It's a right. It's your right. Free legal guidance from the Glenn Armentor Law Corporation. It's easy. Go to ESPN1420.com and click on the legal authority. 
When a workplace accident happens, do identify witnesses. Always report the accident in writing and get qualified legal advice regardless of what your boss says. This message has been brought to you by the ESPN 1420 Legal Authority, Glenn Armentor. For free help with your legal matter, go to ESPN1420.com and click on the Legal Authority. Announcer is a non-attorney paid spokesperson. These Acadiana businesses proudly support the broadcast of UL Raging Cajun Athletics on 103.3 and 1420 The Goat. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Classic Rock 105.1 and Hot 107.9. Community First Bank. Annette Zarang Allstate Insurance. Burtonos Auto Service. National Foundation Repair. And Capital One Bank. Support these businesses that support the Raging Cajuns game broadcast of football men's and women's basketball, baseball, and softball. Bring all the action into your home, car, smart speaker, on your phone, or wherever you work all year long. And if you'd like to learn more about becoming a UL Booster, it's easy to join the winning team. Support the broadcast of UL Raging Cajun Athletics by becoming a UL Broadcast Booster. Just contact Mary Gallion by calling 337-233-6000. Protect your engine with Syntec Full Synthetic Motor Oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is designed for today's engines to dissipate heat and reduce friction and wear. Get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $33.99, plus two times O Rewards points. Limit supply. Choose Syntec exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Though Fi can't drive, he still flies down the track. Staying fit helps him fight retinitis pigmentosa, a blinding retinal disease. But he's not fighting alone. For 50 years, the Foundation Fighting Blindness has funded research into treatments and cures for blinding retinal diseases, providing hope to people with vision loss. And for Fi, winning the fight means seeing new ways to push himself. The Foundation Fighting Blindness. Together, we're winning. Help us end blinding diseases at fightingblindness.org. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Schultz, Linda Burton, on a uh, Wednesday afternoon, Yacht Rock Edition of Sports Chat, 103.3 The Goat. Coming up at uh, 5 o'clock, Jeff Perlman, author of Showtime, the uh, Kareem Magic and Pat Riley Lakers, which is based for uh, Winning Time. Uh, You're a basketball guy, Bender. Do you watch Winning Time? Oh, yeah. Tell Jeff, he's been a big fan of me. I mean, I grew up loving that Lakers team. Magic Johnson's my favorite player ever. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's well done. And uh, just, you know, that that's still the team I point to as my favorite team because of the way they got up and down the court. Uh, how old are you? Do you, you remember, are you talking like the later versions, the one that went to two in a row in the, you know, mid to late 80s? Or do you remember them beating the Sixers? Because I was a Sixers fan. I remember that series. Well, I'd, see, I'd probably be a little young for 83, 84, but 
by the time they were playing the Pistons a little later, I, you no. know, I can remember that. I, I got latched on to Magic pretty early and uh, still remember watching him in the All-Star game, obviously, when he came back. And, you know, I mm. always tell people, they, they love doing the era comparisons, Dave, but there, there's never been a point guard that's controlled a game and controlled the floor and controlled the tempo like Magic Johnson. Not, and if they don't think he could do that today, they're crazy. I agree with that. Yeah, and then we're, we're getting to the point in the series where Pat Riley is going to take over. So we'll talk to him about that with Jeff Perlman. All right, uh, we're talking. Uh, we're talking to Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Has the has the has the expansion has the or realignment not expansion has the realignment talk died down or are we still are there still remnants? Is Florida State still looking to get out of the ACC or do they think they're going to be able to or what's going on there? Died for this year, but. It will be a talking point much. Like once the game starts, I think that dies down a little bit. And as soon as we get to the offseason, what a state. What's next for Stanford? Next for you know, Notre Dame. The question is, what, does Notre Dame get the right team from NBC? It does. Florida State is the same one, though, obviously, because that's a program that's won three national championships since 1993. And, um, they're obviously, it's not a secret, right, that they're looking at what Florida gets, and they want that. Uh, right, but they ain't getting that. That's the problem. I mean, where do they, you know, they went out there and they tried to get it, but no one was willing to pay them. Right, and I think this is where Greg Frankie kind of holds the keys to the chapter. Same with. Stanford and those guys, Stanford, Cal, Washington State, Oregon State, they could end up anywhere from the Mountain West to the American Athletic Conference to you could see Stanford go independent. Florida State's out, and you see it like I do, I think. I mean, I think their only out is the SEC, so they're at the mercy of Greg Sankey and, and what, rather or not, the SEC wants to add to its 16-team collection. Talking to Bill Bender from the Sporting News, what about the other uh, you know teams left in the Pac-12 right now? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Um, Stanford is just a, a puzzling one for me because, you know, over the last 15 years, it's not like their football has been bad. Uh, they've, they've, pushed the, they've been to Rose Bowl. They've pushed into the college football playoff conversation. They've had four guys in New York that were Heisman runner-ups. They have a better record than Michigan in the last 15 years. So um, the, the crowd, though, and the, the eyeballs, that's what the Big Ten's looking at. And I was a little surprised that the Big Ten didn't just throw them a life preserver along with Cal and made it a 20-team league where they could have had two pods of 10 to add to their wall-to-wall programming that they're going to have on Saturdays. We're talking with uh, Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Your thoughts on what uh, your guy Jim Harbaugh did? You know, we thought he was going to sit out for easy, winnable ball games, and, and he could practice. You know, he could coach the team all week. He just couldn't coach them during the game. Uh, what do you think about him trying to take on the NCAA? I'm not surprised. I, I don't – there's still some mileage left. And the, the fact that the NCAA statement used the phrase, not a cheeseburger, kind of suggests that uh, they're not real thrilled with how this is being tried in the court of Twitter opinion. Uh I, I noticed at Big Ten Media Day that Jim Harbaugh was no commenting each time this investigation. You could tell he was kind of reveling in it. So Harbaugh, the martyr, 
that type of thing. I don't think the NCAA likes it. I think most of this will unfold after the season. There are some that believe this could be the straw that, like Pete Carroll, right? Pete Carroll left for the NFL. Right. Did a great job in the NFL. Anybody that thinks, there's another one for you, strong opinion. Anybody that thinks he wouldn't, I'm talking about just, he's a football coach. I think he wants to go back to the NFL. I'm not sure it's worked out, though, yet, right? He's tried. Right. He's a little bit in the different temperature, I would say. But, I mean, all you have to do is look at the track record. He has the top five winning percentage ever. And the work he did, I don't think the game of football – well, it's changed. It hasn't changed that much. And the thing now is, I, all right, but we're going to call you. Than Georgia. Go ahead. I was just going to say we're going to call you right back. We got a little bit bad connection. We're going to call you uh, right back. Uh, it's kind of going okay. in and out. Uh, we'll try it one more time. Just got a couple more questions uh, for Bill Bender. Uh, it's obviously he lied about. Jim Harbaugh, not Bill Bender. He lied about buying kids cheeseburgers when he wasn't supposed to have any contact with recruits who were visiting Michigan. It is a ridiculous thing that's going on. He shouldn't have lied. This is kind of like Bruce Pearl lying about having a barbecue at his house. It was ridiculous. All right, Bill, are you still there? I got That's not any better. Are, Are you there, Bill? No. All right. Good enough. All right, we did. We we gave it a shot. Uh, we'll talk to Bill next week if he calls here in the next two minutes. Pick up the phone, but he may be in a in a tough spot. All right. Uh, I was the next thing I was going to ask him. You know, how, what chances does he think that Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman? Is that the thing? We'll we'll see. We'll see if we can get that in. All right, uh, because I mean, I thought that I thought that Bryce Young had a good shot at it, and I'm not even sure he showed up in New York last year, right? So, all right, is that better? All right, Bill, I just got one more question for you. What do you think the chances of Caleb Williams winning the Heisman are? I mean, he's the favorite. What do you think? Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think he gets invited to New York? I don't think Bryce Young got invited to New York, did he? No, it's hard. I mean, he'll be the 11th different, 12th different player since Archie Griffin to try to win that second Heisman, and it's going to be tough. Um, I still think he'll have the numbers, but it'll probably take USC going to the playoffs because you know how we latch on to players that, get to the playoff, you know, and lead their team to the playoff. Lamar and Caleb are the only two in the playoff era that didn't go to the playoff and won it. So he's going to have to have the numbers. He's going to have to have the popularity. He's going to have to get to the playoff. And you know how that changes week by week. It's never easy. It does. Cause I think I, I, I actually Tim Brando picked Oregon third. It was unreal how high he's got Oregon, but you just don't have a lot of five year starting quarterbacks playing college football anymore. Right. It's not like he, Played a little bit here and a little bit there. He's been a starting quarterback since he's been on campus. Right. And, you know, obviously, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, that Pac-12's got a lot of quarterbacks. Jordan Travis is a, kind of the flavor of the month right now. And they right. haven't even played. And somebody will come out of nowhere. You, you know, you'll have that Robert Griffin, the third type, type player, that'll come out of nowhere and get in the mix. Well, he won't, it won't be doing it because he's at South Alabama. But watch out for Carter Bradley. Let's see what kind of season they have. Uh, all right, Bill Bender, are you, do you have plans for opening weekend? Or are you, you, I feel like you're going to Ireland to go watch Navy and Notre Dame. That's usually the kind of big-time guy you are. 
I wish this one would send me over to Ireland. I just don't know if I would come back. I'd probably get lost in one of those pubs. So uh, <laughs> I'll be off the couch that weekend enjoying League Zero and getting ready for the season, just like you. All right. He is Bill Bender. What are you writing now? What's coming up uh, in the sporting news that people can read about online? Oh, we'll have all the previews and All-American team and all that is out next week. You'll have to catch it. And then uh, next week you and I can talk about it. You can pick apart my predictions. It'll be fun. Absolutely. You know that I will. Unless it's Clemson, Alabama. That's usually your picks. Thanks for hanging with us in the bad connections, Bill. All right. Thank you. All right. Bill Bender for uh, the Sporting News. All right. Let's take a timeout. That's why I'm not sure Drake May is going to be. He's got to have a ridiculous season because I'm not sure Carolina is going to be that good. Okay. That's the problem. Well, when I say not that good, I mean, I don't think it may be a losing record, but he is if, the star if, of the show, though. If Carolina is less than 10 and 2, he's not going to New York. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's fair. That's that is thing. fair. That's the thing. I don't think so. All right. He has to, he'll have to throw like 40 to 50 touchdowns to get there. All right, uh, all right let's take a timeout. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, remember Jeff Perlman, 5 o'clock. Joining us on a Yacht Rock Edition Sports Chat, 103.3 The Goat. Eat Lafayette 2023 shines a year-round spotlight on Lafayette's locally owned and operated restaurants. And now through September 10th, you can find great Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. 103.3 The Goat, Acadiana's best sports talk, is proud to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette and the Digital Passport. Download the Eat Lafayette Digital Passport today so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Savannah, Georgia, courtesy of Wings Travel. There's something for everyone's taste bud. Plate lunches to fine dining, Italian to soul food when you choose an Eat Lafayette restaurant. Just go to 1033thegoat.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by the best sports talk in Acadiana, 1033thegoat and 1033thegoat.com. Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your raging Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost 6 million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
Dan Hicks with Paul Azinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic. And Zing, she has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance that was pretty good too stand up to cancer and optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer visit takeahealthystand.org my son finn was born with congenital heart disease causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital during that time he endured 10 surgeries including an open heart surgery Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Someone new to talk to. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton. On a, a Wednesday afternoon, Yacht Rock edition of Sports Chat. Sorry about that. <clears throat> uh, so we were talking about Alabama and their offense. I can't imagine it's going to be better than it was last year. Maybe more efficient. But I can't imagine they're going to score more than 40 points a game. And we compare that to LSU's offense that scored 35 points a game, and you can absolutely see that going up. I don't know if it gets to 41. I mean, that's obviously one more touchdown. But you can certainly, you know, if it goes up three or four points and the defense comes down three or four points, then it's an adding a touchdown. Let's see what the Raging Cajuns uh, scored last year and what – we think their offense is going to be now that, you know, we got, it's all Ben Wooldridge, you know, moving forward, at least for now. Right. And you're, you're figuring, you got the offensive line basically figured out. We still need a right tackle. You do have a pretty good running back room. Tight ends really should be a big part of this offense. They're the experienced ones. I missed today's presser. I actually had a doctor's appointment. So we'll go back and hear what Rob Williams had to say. He's the big uh, wide receiver having a good camp. The Cajuns scored 26 points a game, but their opponents scored 22. So they need to do a little bit better than that, right? Defense needs to be a little bit better. Although that's not bad. I'm, let's see if I can find that where that ranks. In the Sun Belt. Let me see. Because I think that's 
you know, in the Sun Belt, that's not awful. It's, it's just not because they score a lot of points. You know, it's the Fun Belt, right? That's what we're talking about. Let me see here. Football stats. Because sometimes you say you want to be better, but, you know, is that legitimate? How much, you know, how much better can you get? Let's see here. We downloaded the file. It's going to take a minute to open up here. Because, again, if you can do the same thing like I'm suggesting LSU does. If you can get it up to where you're scoring 30 points a game and give up 20 points a game, now that's a big difference. Uh, scoring defense, actually top five. One, two, three, four, five. They're fifth, giving up 20, just under 23 points a game. Marshall and Troy were really good. I think the surprise is that James Madison only gave up 20 points a game. They were the top dog leading the league in uh, in scoring at 37 and they only gave up you know 21 points a game south alabama was right there as well uh 21 points a game and the cajuns were 22 85 offensively though uh they are sitting right smack dab in the middle one two three four five six seven three four five six so they're seventh right in the middle of the pack uh james madison 37 points a game uh, the Cajuns, 26 points a game. And that's a couple, that's a, you know, field goal and a touchdown. Uh, App State was second. Georgia Southern, South, which I think their offense is going to be better. Uh, Georgia State and then Coastal. And a lot of that has to do with Grayson McCall being hurt and banged up uh, for portions of the season. And, of course, we know the Cajuns played all, you know, played three quarterbacks last year, certainly in the bowl game. And, you know, it's Chandler uh, Fields and... Ben Woldridge were back and forth uh, playing. So if you can if you can set on one quarterback, I think you're better off. And I think the Cajuns' offense can be a little bit more uh, explosive. Twenty says twenty six points a game. So twenty six points a game. Boy, if you, again, if you can get that closer to thirty, and get the defense giving up twenty. Instead of a four-point differential, now it's a 10-point differential. And hopefully you can do that. All right. I, th- I think they can uh, be good. And they got to start off fast. Right? We're Cajuns. all expecting. Yeah. Well, we all expecting them to, you know, roll over Northwestern State. All right. True. But then you got Old Dominion. And it's only tough because it's a road game. And Old Dominion is going to want to put up points. But are, is Old Dominion going to be all on the same page, you know, you know, after a month of training camp? Right? And new quarterback. New offensive coordinator. They might be. You better be yeah. ready. Right? No, you got to be. So I, I, doing the lockdown Sunbelt, we were doing uh, Texas State today. Mm-hmm. And so this is not a coincidence. This is ironic because of their schedule. Uh, they have a couple of tough games to begin with at Baylor and at UTSA. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be losses. But their next game is at Nevada. And so the Wolfpack can be either really good or really bad. Well, wouldn't you know it? Last year they were really bad. Mm. 10 straight losses for Nevada. So I don't know how much better they could be this year. You know, everyone's going to tell me that a bunch of injuries or whatever happened. The thing is, though, Nevada's last win was against Texas State, 38-14. That's their last win. The next week, Incarnate Word put up 55 points against uh, Nevada. That was coached by G.J. Kinney, who is now the Texas State coach. Oh, so okay. you got you got to be ready, and so Texas State, Texas State, or not Texas State, uh, 
Incarnate Word led the nation, or FCS anyways, with points scored per game, 51.5. They were second in total yards behind Fordham. Wait for it. Fordham's offensive coordinator is at ODU now. So, again, those two schools are going to try and light up the scoreboard. So you better be ready for that. Then you get UAB. I mean, you could very easily start out, if you're the Cajuns, 3-4-0. And if you're putting up some more points and you make it difficult on the other team, right? No one's holding, I mean, Marshall and and Troy may be aberrations to old teams under 20. Mm -hmm. That's really hard. Even, Even, I guess, Alabama did it. But usually, right, if you got it back in the day, Quinn and Williams or Mount Cody or whomever was coming up the middle. If you had it third and five, you just were not going to get that against Alabama. You might get it if you're third and two. And if you're third and long, no chance because their offense, you know, their defensive line and their linebackers were just too good, too powerful to have that quarterback give you any time. Now, because the offenses are so spread out, right, you can't bring that pressure. That's what happened to Alabama the last couple of years. They were not able to get that consistent pressure on the opposing quarterbacks on good teams. Or even if they did, like they did against A&M, right? I don't think Will Anderson had a sack against A&M because the quarterback got rid of it before he could get to him. Okay. So he was being chased out all all night. He was being chased out of the pocket all night, but they just couldn't get to him on a regular basis because he was able to get rid of it. So the Cajuns absolutely have a shot at starting fast. On the other hand, you know, do they lose to ODU? Do they lose to UAB? Yeah. I'm not sure if Buffalo, let's check out Buffalo. Look, I'm telling you, don't be shocked at, at Buffalo. Not not going to be a cakewalk. Not going to be a cakewalk. You know their nickname? Uh, isn't it the Buffalo? No, 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 don't look. No, don't no, look. Not look. You're I'm, talking Buffalo like at, you've seen a Buffalo game before. I'm looking at the blue Name logo. one pro football player from Buffalo. I can't do that. I'm just, I'm just telling you, I've seen him play. Khalil Mack went to Buffalo. Oh, okay. <laughs> you um, have not seen Buffalo yeah, play. I've seen Buffalo, and it's isn't it the um? Oh man, I'm looking at the the blue logo. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you what their mascot is. I'll tell you. I what their logo. It was a bull. Okay, it's the bulls. I'm tell, I'm showing you the horns, but I wasn't <laughs> sure. And you're looking at me, and you know you see me doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm saying I see the blue thing in my head. All right, so they um they had an odd season last year. They finished seven and six. They actually beat Georgia Southern, as we mentioned with Danny mm-hmm. Reed. They lost their first three ball games, including at Coastal Carolina last year. But they also lost to Holy Cross. Oh, that's not good. All right, no, that's not good. All right. They finished five and three in the MAC, and they beat Akron. I guess they beat. Is that the championship game? Did they go to the championship game? They beat Akron, but they lost. Uh, they 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 lost their first three, but then won their next five, and then lost three in a row again, and then won two. So I mean, they're okay, but that should be a. If the Cajuns, even if somehow the Cajuns start out two and one, they'll be favored against Buffalo. Against Buffalo. All right. It appears that Cole Snyder is coming back. He's their quarterback. He's throwing less than 60%, 3,000 yards last year, 18 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Not bad. Not sensational by any stretch of the imagination, but not too bad. Let me see if we got it. Does he run at all? Run. Uh, Last year, 110 carries for 146 yards. Come on. All right, four touchdowns on the ground. That doesn't seem like so. He's not running. (laughs) Remember, in college football, 
a sack is considered a rush. Mm. Is that still the case? I don't know. In the I pros, it's not. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. If you get sacked, it counts as a rush because you can't be running 110 times for 146 yards. That seems like an awful lot of times running. Yeah, negative uh, rushing yards. Yep. So. It's still it's still current. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a thing. That's a thing. All right, let's take a timeout. Yeah, if the Cajuns offense can just be a little bit more explosive, like I think South Alabama should be scoring closer to 40 based on the quarterback and their weapons. Yeah, Cajuns really are breaking in a whole new, new team, uh, new receivers, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Ben Woldridge hasn't played a whole season yet in his entire career. So they can score closer to 30. They'll be in good shape, I think. All right, back after this, Dave Schultz. Lyndon Burton, 1033 the GOAT. And the night, they seem so long. Hey, just stop by to say hello, and my gosh, look how busy it is in here. How'd you get all these customers? Yeah, this month has been a record breaker. You know, for a long time, we had decent business coming in by word of mouth, but we weren't growing. Lately, though, a lot of folks have been finding us online, and that's made all the difference. That's terrific. I wish I could figure out how to do that with my shop, but I have no idea where to start. Just do what I did. It's not as hard as you think. Go to mylocalcustomers.com to see exactly how many searches there are for businesses just like yours. Okay, then what? Well, if you see there are a good number of clients searching in our area, you'll also get some suggestions for the best way to get their attention. Do you think there are a lot of people searching for my business? Only one way to find out. Go to mylocalcustomers.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Go to mylocalcustomers.com for a free local customer analysis that will show you how many customers are searching online for your type of business. It's quick, easy, and free. Visit mylocalcustomers.com. That's mylocalcustomers.com. If this were a Reese's TV ad... You'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. 
Learn more at feedingamerica.org. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. Linda Burton, 103.3 uh, The Goat. Uh, we know you're busy and can't always listen to Sports Chat when it's airing live on the radio, but now Sports Chat is on demand. Download your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then search for Sports Chat with me, Dave Schultz. There's actually another show, Sports Chat, but you know, you'll know you see the logo. You'll find Sports Chat with Dave Schultz. Make it even easier. You can subscribe to the Sports Chat with Dave Schultz podcast, and you'll know when the latest episode is Available. We are up to date. I do have to go back and kind of put everybody who's been on the show. That seems to be lacking on my part. But that'll be, feels like a weekend project because it feels like mm-hmm. it's a couple of hours. So, um, did go to the doctors, 120 over 60, 122 over 60. Okay. Kind of low for what I thought it was going to be. Not bad. Usually my blood pressure is like 118 over 65, something like that. But I put on 10 pounds. We're trying to take it off. So. Haven't run in two weeks. Back is almost all better. That's good. That is good, right? That's outstanding. So, I like to see that. We're looking forward uh, to that. Oh, then then I I walked outside this morning mm-hmm. in the dark because I had to get up early and do something, and then had a meeting over here early. Uh, and it was like, what? Where'd the humidity go? Mm. It was like cool out. Okay, that oh, that's a good thing. Mama Schultz worries about me that I'm run, you know, running in a hundred degree heat. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing I that. Te- well, who t- no one does that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I agree with her. Yeah, but if you, you know, I run at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> I know it's warm, and I tend to wear a heavy sweatshirt, but that's me. Uh, but, the, you know, I'm just walking. So I texted her, it's 77 degrees out. I'm not doing anything. Nice. So, okay. All right. How are you doing? When? How's your lifting coming? You still going to the gym? I'm, well, you look, I took a little break. Not going to lie to you. I still walk with my dog. Okay. So, but I did get information on when that basketball, uh, the adult basketball league is starting. So, with that being said, and my there's former team people who I used to play that are calling me out, and then there's for, my former teammates are playing, so I got to get in shape. So, like that, it's starting up again because they had former post players that I played against. Like, oh, you don't have it anymore. You don't want to come get that work. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. They were like, and we're gonna we're gonna call into all your radio shows in a couple of weeks and start calling you out. I was like, y'all can't do that. They were like, hot goat, all of them. We're gonna start calling up. I was like, all right, whatever, man. I'll be in the league, so I got to start getting in shape for that. So we're back on it. Does anybody get into shape for the adult basketball league? I have to, because <laughs> I can't look bad. <laughs> Why do you care the way you look? No, no, no. When I say I, I can't look bad, I can't look bad in how I play. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't play bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. I got to play well. I got to play great. I haven't owned a pair of basketball shoes since 2013, 2014. Okay. I got to go buy some new shoes. But my jumper's even better than it was back then. Oh. Because my All form right. is better. I figured out. All right. Form shooting because I mean I've shot I've shot a basketball since then but you have. I haven't played like a legitimate right. game. 
If Smoke is out there, Smoke, you think I could take him? You, no, don't get me started. None of the callers can take me except one, and that's my former basketball coach, JP. He's actually really good at basketball. What would happen if you lost to a 50-year-old? To you? Yeah. I'd be embarrassed, but I wouldn't lose to you. No because disrespect. He, here's the deal. Because you, you were a player. Yeah, I was good. All right. I was the 13th man on a 12-man JV basketball team. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not losing to you. <laughs> I played against uh, Ricardo Gathers, former Cowboys tight end. Played against Thorn Maker, if you remember him, former Buck. I played against, I'm trying to think of all the, the, the ballers. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not losing. No, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> played against, uh, I played in some runs with early Doucette. If you remember oh, him? Sure. Yeah, 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 from St. Martinville. Oh, no, I'm... I'm a hooper. That's why I got it. That's why, that's why my former my former opponents, because that's who's calling me. My former opponents hit right. me up saying, hey, you better be in shape because we're coming play you. So wait, where is this adult basketball league? It's going to be in Lafayette. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that open to the public? We can just watch? I'm sure y'all can come watch. Okay. Yeah, All I'm right. sure. Maybe I need to scout you before I'm going to beat you. Sure, sure. You can come right. scout. Right. Left-handed <laughs> or right-handed? Right-handed, but I can shoot with both. You can shoot with both. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I say sh- I'm talking layups, you can- hook shots. Oh, okay. Oh, and, right. I mean, and I can do a uh, set shot. Know, uh, no, from the post, turn around, jump with my left if I have to. Okay. Yeah, I'm not bad, brother. Three-point jumper, great. All right. Free throw, free. I I have range. You know, I'm not Steph Curry range, but from three-pointer in, money, water, money. water. Am I scoring? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you probably score a couple because I'd let you shoot a couple to oh, see if your jumper so, so was good. Oh, uh, no, my jumper stinks. Oh, then, yeah, I'm letting you shoot, so you might get lucky. But if you try to go inside the paint, no, you're not scoring. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Roxa, look, man, I'm big for a reason, and my hips are wide, so, like, you're not... You're not getting in the paint. No, sir. Shakira's new as Shakira's uh, follow-up, my hips are wide. <laughs> Look, I got a I got a big posterior, courtesy of me madre, but like I used to hate it, but it was it helped me in basketball, so. As a guard. As a post player. I told oh, you oh, I you, played post. You were a six foot post player. Yeah, I was six one. I was Charles Barkley. I, oh. Okay. Played power forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Played power forward and our center was like six five, six six. So All like right. we were we 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 were uh, the we complement each other very well. All right. So if my back gets healthy, mm-hmm. we need to schedule a game. Okay, we can. All right. I'm yeah. I'll play you. I'm totally not scared. Smoke, play I ain't. I smoke, I ain't buying what he's selling. Uh, you and Smoke can both. I, I, ain't, I ain't buying what he's selling. Okay. He's a, he's a little bit too high on himself right now. <laughs> All right. They just don't. He's this a is hooper. something. This is something I'm confident in. Com- you could beat me in a race, sure. Probably run a better mile than me, sure. But basketball, no sir, no sir. All right, <laughs> that's where the the, the line draws. <laughs> Lyndon is a gr- look form jumper already. You see the form, you see it. Elbow in, look side of my face up, pure cash money. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. What's that going to be looking like when it's sent back into your face? It's not. <laughs> let me tell you, my go-to move in the post, I had the Dirk fader. The Dirk fader. The, I practiced that one leg, get some space. Fader. Okay. And then I had the Kobe fader on the left side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Baseline fade. Hook shot. Come inside. Or I right. drop right. step. You know. Lay up. All right. Because of the wide hips, when I would drop step, my butt creates the space. Lay up. <laughs> do I get any do I get any points? No. Oh, you why not? Because you, you said you're gonna beat me. 
And I said, what happens if I do beat you? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, no, you said you're, you're the not one. buying. You're the one. I'm told, I told you I'm the 13th man on a 12-man JV basketball team. You just team. said you're not buying what I'm putting down. Oh, right. I did so say So I'm that. not giving I you did. no points. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and, def- and definitely not smoke. Let me tell you, because he knows why he's not calling in. I said last night, I said, smoke, you want to play 2K? Let me right. read you the message. Let me read you the message. So you can, so you can. What time know. was this at? Twelve thirty in the morning. No, 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 no. I asked him. I asked him early. I said, I said, um, you want to lose tonight at five fifty eight? He responded, no. uh, I'm gonna think about it because losing ain't in my DNA. So I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna message me if he wants to play. Right. He then messages me at eleven o'clock at night and says this. Uh. Well, I waited for you to get online and get busted up, but you didn't show up, so I guess that's a forfeit. I was <laughs> like, you didn't tell me you wanted to play. <laughs> hmm, scary, running. At least your nephew gives a, a a better excuse of he's in school. I appreciate right. that. That's right, a right, real right. thing. Right. Like We were supposed to record a podcast yesterday, and he's too busy during the day. See, man, man has school. I get that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a time out. Jeff Perlman. Author of Showtime, the Kareem Magic and Riley Lakers is the basis for uh, winning time. And that's coming up next, right here on a Yacht Rock edition of Sports Chat 103.3. The Go! If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The Acadian Ambulance Membership Enrollment is now open. Members enjoy many benefits, including a 30% discount on ambulance transports, a nationwide discount program on products and services you use every day, and savings on medical alerts and security systems. Memberships cost as low as $69 a year. Learn more about all of the benefits and the low cost of membership by calling 800-256-JOIN or visit myacadian.com. Hurry, the deadline is Friday, September 8th. These Acadiana businesses proudly support the broadcast of UL Raging Cajun Athletics on 1033 and 1420 The Goat. News Talk 965 KPL. Classic Rock 1051 and Hot 1079. Barney's Police Supplies. Doug Ashy Building Materials. Natalie Brasso, DDS. Big Wheels, AC and Heating. And J&J Exterminating. Support these businesses that support the Raging Cajuns game broadcast of football, men's and women's basketball, baseball, and softball. Bring all the action into your home, car, smart speaker, on your phone, or wherever you work all year long. And if you'd like to learn more about becoming a UL booster, it's easy to join the winning team. Support the broadcast of UL Raging Cajun Athletics by becoming a UL Broadcast Booster. Just contact Mary Gallion by calling 337-233-6000. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. 
I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger, some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277D.